1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com
0: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95.
2: Tonight, a celebration of life and a call for action at funeral services for Tyree Nichols. Tyree was the emotional goodbye person. today in Memphis as mourners remember the 29-year-old who died three days after being beaten by police. Vice President Kamala Harris delivers a message to the family amid renewed calls for police reform. CBS's Elise Preston is at the church. Searching for documents, the FBI visits President Biden's Delaware beach home. What agents found inside? Dangerous ice storm, power knocked out, and treacherous travel conditions across the south as millions more face temperatures as much as 30 degrees below normal. Washington D.C. commute turns deadly. A gunman opens fire, killing a metro worker and injuring three others before heroic citizens jumped into action. Tom Brady calls it a career. I'm retiring. We're good. The game's most decorated quarterback says it's for real this time, after seven Super Bowl wins and 23 seasons. And, dancing for peace, the United Ukrainian Ballet will make its U.S. debut at the Kennedy Center in Washington.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's
4: capital.
2: Good evening and thank you for joining us. Nora is on assignment, I'm James Brown. Millions are in the path of hazardous winter weather, from snow and ice in the south to an arctic blast that's bringing bitterly cold temperatures and dangerous wind chills in the northeast. Plus, the suspect in a violent kidnapping is now tied to a double murder. But first, family, friends and dignitaries gather in Memphis to mourn the death and celebrate the life of Tyree Nichols. Vice President Kamala Harris delivered an impassioned speech saying the 29-year-old was killed at the hands and feet of those whose job it was to keep him safe. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump, who represents Nichols' family, delivered a call to action saying the officers couldn't see the humanity in Tyree, even as he lay helpless on the ground. CBS's Elise Preston is in Memphis and will start us out tonight from inside the church. Good evening, Elise.
5: JB, good evening. Loved ones remember Tyree Nichols as a man who touched people throughout his life. That legacy now carries on even in his death. You are. Nearly 1,000 mourners turned out in Memphis today to say goodbye to Tyree Nichols, including Vice President Kamala Harris, who sat with Nichols's family. Your strength, your courage, and your grace. And we mourn with you. And the people of our country mourn with you. Reverend Al Sharpton delivered the eulogy.
2: He knew if he could just get mother... That they would quit beating him and quit stomping on him. All he wanted to do
6: was get home.
5: Overcome with grief, Nichols's older sister, Kiana Dixon, says her family is broken. I see the world showing him love and fighting for his justice. But all
2: I want is my baby brother back.
5: Nichols died January 10th, three days after he was brutally beaten by five Memphis police officers who were all part of a specialized Scorpion Street crime unit. They are all facing multiple charges, including second-degree murder.
4: The only thing that's keeping me going is the fact that I really truly believe my son was sitting here on an assignment (laughs)
5: from God. We're now learning that four of the five former officers charged in the assault had prior complaints. The department reprimanded Desmond Mills Jr. following a 2019 arrest for failing to file a report about the use of physical force he used in making an arrest. Three years ago, Nichols moved to Memphis to be closer to his mother. He had a four-year-old son and worked the second shift at FedEx with his stepfather. His mother says he was an avid skateboarder who loved sunsets.
4: Tyree was a beautiful person, and for this to happen to him, it's just unimaginable.
5: Now, during the service, many called on Congress to pass the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. Attorney Crump announced that a section would be added to that in honor of Tyree Nichols, making it, making it required for officers to intervene if other officers were doing something illegal. JB?
2: Elise Preston in Memphis. Thank you. President Biden's personal attorney says the FBI conducted a planned search of the president's beach home in Delaware as part of its ongoing investigation into potential mishandling of classified documents. The FBI has now searched three known locations linked to the president. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports
6: just before 8 30 this morning two suvs and two sedans carrying fbi officials with top security clearances showed up at president biden's six-bedroom vacation home in rehoboth beach delaware the officials spent three and a half hours searching the entire home when it was over the president's attorney said no documents with classified markings were found but some materials and handwritten notes from his time as vice president were taken
7: final search for classified documents
6: Mr. Biden ignored questions about the search today, but aides said it was consensual and didn't require a search warrant. The president's been fully
4: cooperative, and he's directed his team to be fully cooperative.
6: Neither the White House nor the Justice Department would say why the FBI went to the vacation home today. Mr. Biden's lawyer said on January 11th they searched the Rehoboth home themselves and had found no classified documents. FBI agents are often able to conduct a more comprehensive search, according to former bureau
4: official Tom O'Connor. So agents are going to be going through each individual document to make sure that it does not contain classified information or that it does not have classified markings.
6: It's the third FBI search of a site tied to the president in three months and came just hours before he sat down for his first face-to-face meeting with Speaker Kevin McCarthy since Republicans took over the House. The high stakes get together came amid strong disagreements over when and how to raise the nation's debt limit.
4: I think At the end of the day, we can find
6: common ground. No promises, no agreements made in that meeting, according to the Speaker. The White House called it frank and straightforward and said raising the debt limit is, quote, not
2: negotiable. If it isn't raised by early June, the nation could default on its debts. A B. And Ed, there's also news tonight on a key Republican getting ready to run for president.
6: That's right, former South Carolina and U.N. Ambassador, South Carolina Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley had said recently she wouldn't run for president if Donald Trump did. Well, he's running, and now she's teasing an announcement on February 15th. She would be the second major GOP contender to join the fray, with several more expected in the coming months.
2: James? Ed O'Keefe at the White House. Now to the severe weather. Nearly 26 million Americans across the South are under winter weather alerts. In Texas, at least eight deaths are blamed on the unforgiving ice storm that also knocked out power to hundreds of thousands. Jason Allen from our CBS station KTVT is in Fort Worth uh, tonight, that is. The massive winter storm continues to cripple the South, covering Dallas in dangerous
4: sheets of ice. Some stuck drivers had to use muscle power to get their cars back on the move.
1: I need formula for my newborn so <laughs> I have a little bit left but just in case the roads are bad tomorrow again I wanted to get some more.
4: Ice weighing down trees and branches leaving yards and streets littered with broken limbs and downed lines. Widespread power outages leaving more than 300,000 people in the dark. At Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport 75% of flights are cancelled despite the headaches.
8: Oh my God.
4: <laughs> some are having fun. Turning roads into rinks, skating down streets, and playing with pucks. The National Weather Service has been warning people tonight not to be fooled by some of this ice melting and turning into slush. It's expected to refreeze tonight. There is freezing rain and sleet that is falling, and kids are not going to need these school buses. Schools, both here in
2: Fort Worth and in Dallas, are closed again tomorrow. JB. Jason Allen, thank you so much. And for more on weather storms and bitter cold are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris.
4: Good evening, JB. More dangerous and damaging ice on the way for millions of people. Already with all the damage and treacherous conditions we've seen, this is the amount of ice that it took to create those scenes. And about this amount of ice is on the way through tomorrow morning. And finally, New York City getting its first measurable snowfall of the season. It's the latest first measurable snowfall on record, dating back to the 1800s. And get ready to stay in or bundle up, J.B. Temperatures this weekend in the northeast and some places are going to feel like they are 20 to even
2: 50 degrees below zero. Wow, Chris, thanks for the weather heads up. Now to a frightening incident during the morning commute here in Washington. Authorities say a gunman opened fire at a D.C. metro station, killing one employee and leaving three other people injured. CBS's Scott McFarland has more.
3: Just a mile from the U.S. Capitol, a man went on a shooting spree.
8: I just saw the police cars dashing and dashing.
3: Chasing, then shooting a fellow passenger coming off a city bus. The man then went inside a D.C. rail station where police say he shot another person in the legs. Witnesses said he was on an indiscriminate rampage.
7: It's horrible and I know everybody's going to be really rattled by this because we've had a few other shootings.
3: Two rail workers took action when he confronted a woman near the tracks.
4: One of them attempts to intervene to protect this young lady. Uh, by doing so, he's immediately shot by our shooter. I have a man
2: shot, looks like, in his head.
3: The worker killed was identified as 64-year-old mechanic Robert Cunningham. Other bystanders stopped the gunman before police arrived.
4: Do the heroic actions of our, our citizens, our community, uh, to disarm this shooter, uh, I can't put a price on that. I, I think they save lives, and uh, that's to be commended.
3: Police say the gunman's in custody, but this is just the latest in a series of shootings on the transit system in the nation's capital in the past few weeks. And CBS News has learned the transit union warned the agency they were worried about being targeted by violence and warned them late last year. J.B.
2: Scott McFarland, thank you very much. There are disturbing new details tonight about a violent kidnapping suspect who police say took his own life during a tense standoff Tuesday night in Grants Pass, Oregon. Police now suspect him of two murders. Let's bring in CBS's Lilia Luciano. Lilia, what can you tell us?
7: JB good evening. Well, this story became even more shocking today when we learned that police found two men dead in a house just 20 miles north of here and they believe that Benjamin Foster killed them while he was on the run. They also said that Foster took their dog here to this house in Grants Pass where he kidnapped and tortured a woman, nearly killing her last week. Yesterday police released this photo of Foster and the dog right here in front of the victim's home. Our cameras were here last night as law enforcement surrounded this house. After an hours long standoff, they moved in. They say Foster was hiding under a crawl space and eventually shot himself in the head. Police say Foster has a history of serious violence against women, but managed to avoid decades in prison after negotiating a plea deal. Today, I met the mother of this victim here, and some of her friends told me they're all hoping and praying for her prompt recovery. JB.
2: Lilia, thank you the Federal Reserve continued its fight against inflation by raising a key interest rate for the eighth consecutive meeting. The central bank announced a smaller quarter point hike to bring the benchmark rate to the highest level in more than 15 years. In a statement, the Fed signaled that even though inflation is easing, further rate hikes are likely. NFL quarterback Tom Brady says this time it's for good. The seven-time Super Bowl winner announced his retirement this morning after 23 record-breaking seasons. CBS's Mark Strassman has more.
0: I'm retiring. For good. This time feels real. You're looking at the greatest right there. Tom Brady, the NFL's OG, original GOAT, gone from the game he lorded over the last 23 NFL seasons. Brady owns a daunting number of NFL career records, including passing yards, touchdown passes, and Super Bowls won seven, one more than any NFL franchise. Former NFL uh, place kicker Jay Feely, Brady's college roommate. He just decided I'm gonna outwork everybody. I'm gonna have a great attitude. He continued to have the same chip on his shoulder. This chip, a sixth round pick, a scrawny afterthought on draft day 2000. But his uncanny smarts and poise, and a rise-and-grind work ethic beyond compare, led the New England Patriots over two dominant, dynastic decades. Two years ago, now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he won his final Super Bowl. But this last year, a series of sour notes, his only losing NFL season. Give her a chance, And he lost his glamorous marriage to supermodel Giselle Bündchen. She posted today, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. But what a ride for the ages. He will go down as the greatest football player in the history of the NFL. So often on the field, Tom Brady had the final
8: word. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing.
0: Brady's eligible for the NFL's Hall of Fame in five years. And when you think about it, JB, is there really any need to take a vote.
2: I tell you, Mark, there would be a special counsel appointed for that one for sure. As you <laughs> well know, Brady was a low-round draft pick who continued to practice and play like he was a rookie trying to prove himself. Mission accomplished. The FBI has launched another investigation into embattled New York Congressman George Santos. We'll have the details next.
5: Delve into the shadows of the mind.
7: CARMAX, THE WAY CAR BUYING SHOULD BE.
2: TONIGHT, CBS NEWS HAS CONFIRMED EMBATTLED NEW YORK CONGRESSMAN GEORGE SANTOS IS BEING INVESTIGATED BY THE FBI OVER ALLEGATIONS THAT HE STOLE $3,000 RAISED ONLINE TO TREAT A HOMELESS NAVY VETERAN'S CANCER-STRICKEN DOG. THE VETERAN SAYS SANTOS DID NOT HAND OVER THE FUNDS AND THE DOG DIED IN 2017. SANTOS DENIES THE ALLEGATIONS. Two monkeys who were stolen this week from the Dallas Zoo are back home tonight. The zoo posted this photo of monkeys Bella and Finn. They were found Tuesday night in an abandoned home. Police still want to talk to a person of interest who was spotted on surveillance cameras, and the zoo has increased the reward to $25,000 for information leading to the arrest of whoever was behind a recent string of incidents involving animals at the zoo. A diverse field of nominees was announced today for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's coming up. Beyoncé announced her summer concert tour today in support of her multi-Grammy nominated album, Renaissance. She'll play 25 shows across the U.S., beginning in Philadelphia on July 12th. After Ticketmaster's debacle with Taylor Swift's concert tour, Beyonce's tickets are being released on a rolling basis through three separate groups for verified fans. Well, the nominations are in for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's class of 2023. Oh, D, the, ones, and, oh, the diverse list of nominees includes 80s icons, Cindy Lauper and the late George Michael, Rock Band's Soundgarden and Rage Against the Machine. Rappers Missy Elliott and a tribe called Quest and country legend Willie Nelson. The top vote recipients will be announced in May and inducted in the fall. A special performance here in Washington tonight, nearly one year after the invasion of Ukraine. That's next. Finally tonight, from the brutalities of war to the delicate beauty of dance, the men and women of the United Ukrainian Ballet will make their U.S. debut tonight at the Kennedy Center here in Washington. CBS's Christina Ruffini has a preview.
9: For members of the United Ukrainian Ballet, the stage is a refuge.
7: The time you can't plan something or think about the past.
9: Last February, Alexei Knyazkov was about to star in Romeo and Juliet at the Kharkiv National Opera House. Instead, he found himself at the center of a different tragedy.
7: You don't think about performing or something like this when aircraft uh, go over your house or uh, you hear explosions.
9: Vladislava Inetenko fled Odessa with dance clothes and a single pair of point shoes. We didn't dance for a long time because the most important thing was to save yourself. But this week, she and her fellow dancers will perform at the Kennedy Center. The company of 60 relative strangers formed with the help of professional dancers who found housing and rehearsal space in The Hague. They're touring the world to remind audiences what's happening at home. Of course, uh, we all wanted to come back to Ukraine to see our families, friends. But it's hard to plan right now.
7: Yes, you can't plan anything. Uh, Maybe tomorrow everything will change. Will we have our home tomorrow? You don't know.
9: Their final act still uncertain. Christina Raffini, CBS News, Washington.
2: And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. Thank you for joining us. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. I've been a
3: reporter for more than three decades, and along the way, I've been talking to myself in notebooks I've carried in my back pocket. They've captured thoughts about life, parenthood, death, friendship, and more. I'm John Dickerson, and I'd like you to join me in figuring out what these 30 years of notebooks mean. In my new podcast, Navel Gazing, each episode we dig through the piles of notebooks that I've been collecting and from their entries, try to sort out what makes a life. This collection of audio essays is available wherever you get your podcasts.